connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Indigenous Superstar. Oh, I dropped my pen and paper here. Hold on a second. Had to get it for my notes. But welcome to Indigenous Superstars. I'm happy to say it's my 84th show, and I'm really excited to be here. Uh, it's a real scorcher out today in, in a Pascara Cree Nation. We almost reached 40 degrees. And, and uh, I remember talking about the weather in the wintertime, and sometimes we reach minus 40 minus 52 degrees so our range of of, of uh, weather is really extreme here in in, uh, in northern Manitoba but I love it and, and I'm gonna go out and enjoy the sun after the show so I hope everyone uh, does the same thing and hope they're doing well in, in your in your communities and your home fires so I just want um, I'm gonna play a video uh, of the of the up and coming Indigenous Superstars Music Awards. Um, I'm planning to extend the deadline to September 30th, and, and I'm in talks with my my uh, committee there on what day we should have the show. Probably we might postpone it to November. So I'm going to play the the uh, the video here. It's an evening of celebration as the inaugural Indigenous Superstars Music Awards 2021 features 26 categories and the chance to take home top honor of the year. This award ceremony will increase awareness of a songwriter's craft and gain recognition online and through promotion. The show will be streamed live on Indigenous Superstars and Frog Radio with an announcement coming soon on the date of our awards celebration. To register your songs or single, they must have been released and distributed on Spotify between January 1st, 2019 and July 31st, 2021 at midnight. Entries for submissions are already underway. For all the details and to see the list of 26 categories plus hear artist song entries, please visit our website at indigenoussuperstars.com. So again, I'm I'm uh, uh, extending the deadline to September 30th, and and we're me and my sister are creating the award right now. So I'm really excited to to showcase that award when we when we finish making it, and then we're gonna make 25 more of them for the other categories. So people have been uh, musicians have been submitting already, and and I encourage you to get your submission in again, and again this is a uh, another platform for Indigenous musicians to showcase their music. So hopefully we'll get some more, some more um, musicians submitting for the award show. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is that I'm going to be wearing orange on Canada Day just to support the, the, the children that are being, the, the babies and children that are being found in the churchyards and, and the residential schools. And it's probably going to be continuing going on right across Canada. So as a, as a way of my support for my parents and grandparents who went to residential school, and I'm so thankful that they made it home. And, and I'm thankful to be here today because of them as well. And, and so, yeah, I'm going to be wearing my my orange shirt. I won't be wearing red and white because uh, Canada committed genocide on, on our people. And, and that's just my way of, of um, showing support to uh, the our parents and grandparents that went to 
residential school. And and I'm an intergenerational survivor, and and uh, you know, not one person has been affected by by the residential school system that Canada imposed on us. So I'll be wearing orange on Canada Day. And I'm uh and I'm also uh, sending out prayers to to all of the all of us who have been affected by by this terrible genocide. And we always knew what happened. Our parents told us, but uh, you know, the children wanted to be found and they made a huge impact right around the world and, and they made it known. Now everyone knows what, what uh, Canada did to our parents and grandparents and our aunties and uncles. So they can't hide it now, so it's it's out there. So like I said, uh, today is my 84th show and uh, I have an exciting guest today and I've, I've known her for for a couple of years and, and I got to see her, I got to hear and see her perform and, and uh, she makes some really good toe-tapping toe, toe music and, and I really love her music. And she just released uh, her a single, so I'm really excited. Oh, I hope she, hopefully, she'll sing that that single that she released. <laughs> so my next guest is Sherry Shorting, and Sherry Shorting is from the Little Saskatchewan First Nation, with a passion for singing and songwriting. She is an artist who participated in the most recent IEAMI mentorship program. Sherry brings life to her music through her, her life experiences, and by looking through the eyes of others. Her music has a little bit of everything with a touch of, con of country vibe. Her first debut single release, Confessions, plays worldwide and was Edmonton's Song of the Week. She is working on her first album that will be released in the fall. Sherry also sings in the with the Ojibwe music group Naga Muda. I hope I didn't I hope I pronounced that properly. And if I didn't, sorry if I didn't pronounce it right. They're, they are an educational music group who writes and produces songs in their Ojibwe language. And their CD has been sold across Canada and the United States. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sherry. Hi. Hey, Sherry. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing good. Your sound is kind of uh, cracky. Oh, is it? Can you hear me now? Better? Uh, yeah, it's better. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're still sounding a, sounding a little bit cracky over there. Over, um, what about now? Can you hear me better? No, it's still sounding cracky. Oh, hello? <laughs> Well, is it too loud or is it like no you can't really hear it at all is it just like crackling you said it was crackling but it sounds better now okay okay hey friend from uh new mexico he says congratulations on the 84th show thanks for tuning in Efrain. we're just as hot as you are in uh, new mexico now <laughs> okay sherry I'm glad to have you on my show today. It's it's uh it's good to see you and and uh, congratulations on your on your latest release. Thank you. So I'm just gonna ask you a couple of questions and and uh, then you can go on to your your first performance. So I'm gonna ask you uh, what inspired you to get into music. Oh wow. Uh, well, 
I grew up in a musical family. Uh, my my uh, dad and I played in a gospel band, and uh, I sang church in the church choir. And I've always loved music. And uh, over the years, I kind of had like, you know, just life experiences come up, and I never had the chance to really get into my music until COVID, uh, when everything was locked down. I thought you know what, I'm not doing anything right now. I may as well get into my songwriting and just focus on that. And I just, I just gave it a go. <laughs> and I started writing songs. Awesome. So, so are that, are the, are the songs that you wrote, um, the ones for your, your upcoming album? Yes. Um, my first one that I, that I released, I, I kind of, uh, wrote, uh, confessions, um, just to and I released it to see what kind of uh, um, what kind of feedback I would get from the people, and uh, they really liked it. And so I have eight songs that are done now that I plan on uh, recording at the end of uh, July for oh, my first album. <laughs> Where are you recording at? Uh, Bedside Studio. Oh, right on! That's awesome. So where did where did the song Confessions come from? my uh wow my childhood um i'm an abuse survivor i'm also a day school survivor and uh i thought you know what i've i've been trying to heal from my past and i thought what a better way than to write a song about it and just release it you know let out let out all my emotions so um i wrote confessions as uh a way of confessing that this is what happened to me and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's very um, emotional. <laughs> it was very emotional when I recorded it in the studio. I actually after I after I let it all out and I heard the finished product, I literally sat there and cried. Wow, that's awesome! But that's how that's how a lot of um, as artists, you know, we put our blood, sweat, and tears into a song, and there's so much raw emotion that goes into into the songwriting and into composing and actually singing the songs. So thank you for sharing that that experience you had with, with your songwriting. So um, are you ready to sing your first song? Yeah, okay. I am. <laughs> so uh, the first song that I am going to sing is called um, Will I Be? And actually it's... Uh, Again, a life experience, you know, we've all been there where we've had uh, problems in our relationship and we question if we're going to stay there or if we're going to go. So one night I sat there and I wrote this song at 3 a.m. <laughs> it's called Will I Be. Another night of fighting and I've given all I got. I know the love is gone from here. I feel it in my heart. But you, you don't seem to understand. I tried so hard to get over you. I wanted to believe that everything would be okay and you'd be here with me. But you, you don't want to hold my hand. Well, I 
playing i can hear that i couldn't i can only hear your voice oh really yeah, yeah. okay but we have to do this big check the song sounded good though <laughs> we're gonna have to turn this up again i'll yeah. get the mic right here better <laughs> is okay. that better yeah you sound good it sounds better. okay okay i want i want to i want to ask you um where do where do your words come from, and and uh, and what inspires you to write, and and how do you compose your your melodies? My songs always come from. I always have to say they come from my heart. When I'm writing a song, I uh, it's really weird. I have to tell you this. It's kind of funny. When I'm writing a song, I'll just be doing something. Say I'll be driving along, and I. A tune hits my head. So I'll pull over and I'll, I'll hum that tune into my microphone and I'll save it. And when I get home, I'll play it again. And then I get it, the inspiration from, you know, maybe I saw something that day that, that, uh, that inspired me. Or um, one of my songs, actually, uh, I'm not going to sing it today, but it's a song called Soul Stealer. And one day how I came about it, um, my daughters were kind of drumming in their in the living room. And uh, I got the beat from there. So I started humming this tune and then I wrote out the words. And uh, I have to say my, my music, 
I, I write my songs. I know what it's going to sound like in my head. And I actually, my friend Jerry McIver plays all my songs for me with the guitar. So he he actually helps me compose my music. I I I send it. I send him my song, and he automatically knows what it's going to sound like. And we work really well together. So uh, yeah, he's uh, I call him my angel. <laughs> he really helps me with my songs, and I'm actually wanting to learn how to play the guitar on my own right now. But uh, yeah, Jerry has has helped me so much with my music. When I have a song in my head, I I give it to him, and he brings it to life with me. So it's really cool. That's really, That's really, cool. really great. <laughs> so you, uh, I read in your bio that, that you, you, um, you're in another group and you sing in your indigenous or indigenous language, which is Ojibwe. Can you tell us about that project? Yeah. Um, because my dad is a day school survivor, we grew up not knowing our language because of the abuse he went through. So I lost out on my language. Um, so I was feeling really down. I used to work for CFS. I was one of the um, support workers and I worked in one of our shelters. And two little girls came to me one day and they asked me to sing to them in our language. And I felt really bad because I didn't know anything. And uh, coincidentally that the next day on Facebook, I saw... Um, a thing on for Red River College offering the Ojibwe language program. And I signed up and, uh, excuse me, I was accepted. And uh, my teacher, her name is Ida Bear. She was amazing. Um, what, what, our, what our program was, was to offer, uh, to, to teach children how to speak the language through games, through poetry, through storytelling, puppetry and all that. And uh, she came to us one day with uh, nursery rhymes. She wanted us to translate them into Ojibwe. And uh, at that time, me and my classmates said, well, why don't we do our own songs? Let's write our own songs. You know, we'll teach the language in our own, in our own way. So um, three of my fellow classmates, um, Gail Harper, uh, Joy, Joy, um, Joy and uh, Dave Bird, Joy Phillips, sorry. <laughs> and uh, we sat together one day and we started writing songs in our language. And uh, our teacher really was impressed with that. So what she did was she booked a studio for us to record all of our songs. And uh, we came up with eight. And how we did it was we made them in a way that they're um, memorable. Like we make them just quick and fast and so that you grasp them faster. And uh, we found that it was really a success with uh, schools all across uh, Manitoba. And actually just before COVID hit, we were supposed to, um, we, we, we secured um, a deal with Frontier School Division that they were gonna have us in 43 of their schools to do presentations and they wanted our CDs and then uh, kind of shut us down for a while, but we're actually working on our second album. Oh, right on, that sounds really exciting. Really exciting. And, and the CD is out right now. And you, you said it was it's being uh, played all over. Yes. America? Yeah, we have uh, we have our first CD out. It's called Nagamuda. And uh, the, the title of the song, the CD is Majiam. And that means uh, let's all sing or sing with us. And uh, so we have uh, sold over 400 CDs across Canada and the U.S., Wow. And uh, we're really excited about that. And we have people constantly coming to us and asking us for the second album. So 
we really want to get uh, working on the second one. That's exciting. Well, congratulations. That's really awesome. And, Thank you. and I just want to I want to ask you when you're when you're singing in your Ojibwe language, does it feel like really spiritual and and right? <laughs> wow, yeah, it does. You know what? Um growing up, because I didn't know my language, I almost felt like I never belonged in our in our community because I didn't know who I was. You know, I couldn't identify and it really it was really disappointing to me and frustrating you know I'd sit there and hear my dad and he could speak fluently and I really wish that I could have a conversation with him and uh, now that I took this program it's kind of cool because I'll be visiting with my dad and I'll hear him speaking the language of someone else and I can understand him. <laughs> and it, so it feels like I, I'm finally starting to find my place in, in my culture you know that, that's something that was taken from us and, and with uh, with what's going on now when I heard about the kids, I literally, I cried so hard. I had never cried so hard in my life because it brought back my trauma and uh, the memories of uh, playing in the playground and being told by parents of white children that we couldn't play with them because we were, they, they would literally call us dirty Indians. So when I saw what was happening, it kind of brought all this out and it, it hurts so bad. And even now I'm still trying to get over that. And then I look at my daughters and I see them and I look at them and I'm like, these are, you know, they're five and seven. They're, this is the, the age that our children have been taken from us. And these are the ages of the kids that they're finding. And it just, it's heartbreaking. It is. It's very heartbreaking. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, and I, a song came to me too. So I, I I'm in the middle. I'm in the, like I'm going to be recording it right away. Yeah, so, yeah, and I'm sure a lot of artists are, uh, are are writing songs and and because it hurt it hurt us so much and and it it triggered it really did trigger all of us. It's, it's so painful. Yeah, it actually um, I am actually working on a new song called White <laughs> because of everything that's happening and uh, it's very controversial. I'm going to have to say that um, it's just all my emotions just letting go all at once, you know, because I have to do it somehow. I have to heal somehow. And then right now music has been very therapeutic. That's good. That's awesome. And, and the, the good thing about being a musician is that no one can censor us in what no. you write or record. I'm exactly. <laughs> I love that about being an artist, a uh, musician. <laughs> So, so we're gonna get to your second song. You, uh, you want to sing your second song now? Oh yeah. Okay. So um, the one, this uh, second song that I have is uh, called "What Can You Say," and it's actually probably one of the very first songs that I had ever uh, written. And uh, the the song that I've written, this song that I've written is. Uh, for someone that I absolutely love and who's a huge part of my life. So I wrote it for her. And um, so here's what can you say? Can you hear this, Rhonda? Can you hear the mic and everything together? Okay. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. She became a mommy when she turned 16, living the hard life at 23. 
A few more years down the road, a longing to my babies and a heavy load. Sure, her man hung around, but he always came and went. He wouldn't help her with nothing, nothing at all. Wouldn't help to pay the rent. What can you say to a girl that's broken? What can I do to bring you back? There he goes again, off like a fuse, another black eye, another visible bruise. How do you deal with pain and torture when your back is turned? It's another girl he's after. Get back on your feet and please turn your life around. Whoa, do it for your children. Keep them safe and sound. What can you say to a girl that's broken? What can I do to bring you back? Is it something you carry from somewhere in your past? It's time to let go now and be free of all that. Well, drop that bottle, it ain't doing you good. It only makes you crazy, you don't act the way you should. You don't go off with people who claim to be your friends. Because when you're all alone, will they be there till the end? What can you say to a girl that's broken? What can I do? To bring you back Is it something you carry From somewhere in your past It's time to let go now And be free of all that What can you say To a girl that's broken What can I do to bring you back Ooh, you gotta let it go now Oh, let it go now It's time to heal and live your life You are so loved To see you hurt Hurts us too Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, we can still can hear your guitar again, but the song sounded good anyways. <laughs> you can hear me? I can hear you, but you can hear the guitar. Oh, you can hear the guitar. No. You can, you can hear it now, but when you when you sing that, it, it yeah. the guitar. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's hope the third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so, so you said you're you're going into the studio in July, and when do yeah. you think your when do you think your uh, album will be out? I'm hoping to release it in um, uh, sometime in the fall, early fall. 
Oh, right on. Well, I look forward to hearing it. Uh, I really love your songwriting and and the stories that you tell when you when, with your songs. It's uh, your music's really good, and it's always toe tapping. So I'm really glad that that uh, I got to interview you today. So we're coming to the to the close of the show, and uh, where can people find your music? They can find me on our Manitoba music page. They can find me. I have a Facebook page. Uh, Sherry Shorting, and I have an Instagram page, Sherry Shorting. Uh, they can find all my music there. I'm in the works of uh, of doing my own web page. That's uh, I'm not I'm not tech savvy, <laughs> so I'm gonna need some work with that. Jerry um, <laughs> Barrett is, is uh, tuning in tonight, and he said I'm enjoying the presentation. Awesome. So hi, Jerry. How's it going? Hi. Nice to see you online. It's one, I want to acknowledge everyone tuning in tonight because I know it's a real beautiful day here in Manitoba, and, and I'm sure it's nice wherever you are. And thank you for, for uh, joining us this evening. And do you have any final comments? Harding words? Me? Yeah. <sighs> I would just like to say uh, I actually have you to thank, Rhonda. Because you were one of the um, mentors at our program, and uh, I really looked up to you because of this program, and you've helped me so much, and you've given me so much advice to uh, continue with music, and uh, even when I've been stubborn <laughs> with certain issues, by the way, <laughs> um, and um, I, I, you know what? If it wasn't for the, the mentorship program. I would probably still be writing my music, but not knowing how to get it out there. And I owe it all to your, you know, to, to your commitment to um, the, the new musicians that are coming out there. And uh, I'm really thankful. So uh, it, it, this is a new journey in my life and I'm really excited about it. And uh, I've always loved writing. As a child, I was a creative writing award winner. So I, I get to express myself now in, in one of my most favorite ways ever, and it's through my music. So thank you. Awesome. Well, you're doing a good job. I'm really proud of you, of, of what, you're, what you have accomplished, and, and you've done lots already, and, and you already see you blossoming in the, in the music industry, and I don't see you slowing down at all. And I'm, like I said, I'm very proud of you, and, and I look forward to hearing your, the new stuff that, that you're, you're going to be recording. So I'm really excited about that. So, so my parting word is um, just to stay safe, stay healthy. Kasagi Tin. Um, the the show is streamed live on on uh, YouTube, so you can go and, and um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you missed the show, you can go and watch, and you can go watch past shows. And it's also go. It also goes on a on a podcast, so you can go there and, and listen to the, the show through the podcast. So my next guest next week is the beautiful Sandy Schofield from Vancouver. So like I said. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar only on Indigenous Superstar.